I'm Dr. Lara Devgan. I'm a plastic surgeon in New York City, the CEO of Scientific Beauty, and of course, a major beauty enthusiast. You are listening to Beauty Bosses, where we chat with fellow industry leaders who are shaping beauty, fashion, wellness, and all things pretty. Hi everyone, I'm so excited about today's episode of Beauty Bosses. We have a really amazing guest today, the wonderful Fortune Duchet, who is a New York City-based former fashion stylist and beauty blogger behind Fortune Inspired. And that's a curated digital destination that captures Fortune's personal style, health and wellness tips, and travel diaries. In addition to her blogging and content creation, Fortune is also really amazing at all of her seasoned events that she likes to host and she's hosted a lot of private shopping events for some of my favorite brands including Net-A-Porter, Saks Fifth Avenue, Nilly Laton, Michael Kors, uh, Gianvito Rossi, Cool, and Miguelina among others. So we're so excited to have you here today Fortune. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, as we were starting out, we were talking a little bit about family, career, kids, and all of those different things that we all do. And I know that you've been so involved in beauty and fashion, um, blogging and kind of social media, and then also your family. So how do you split your time between those three things? I feel like I'm still trying to figure it all out. It's always a balancing act. Um, I try to stay organized just by like penciling things into my calendar, um, my iPhone, and just trying to stay as organized as possible. But as you know, there's always things that come up. And so sometimes, as they say, it's life on life's terms. Um, I think I am very type A. So um, when I first started working, it was very hard for me to like deal with that. But I've gotten much better at just learning to kind of lean into whatever is going on at the moment. But I definitely think that having a schedule and planning ahead helps me stay organized. That's I think that's true for all of us. And (laughs) I think that that's such a great way of looking at it. I know a lot of people look to you for style advice and you're very chic today. I really (laughs) love what you're wearing. Thank you. So this is a more theoretical question that is for people to think about who may be looking at their wardrobes. But if you were advising someone on five really great classic pieces to put in their wardrobe, Mm -hmm. Um, let's say it's a woman living in New York City Mm -hmm. who wants to balance all these same three types of things like looking good, work, family. How would you suggest they pick their kind of five really great key wardrobe pieces and do you have any specific suggestions about five great pieces that that you like? Yeah, I mean, I. I think first and foremost, I like to think classic and long-term. I'm all about fewer pieces, but well-made pieces. Um, And so I would probably, if I had to choose five things, it would be more on the neutral side. When I say neutral, I would choose a navy coat over a black coat. Um, I feel like navy, a navy cashmere or wool coat or um, 
something that is it's so timeless yeah, right? it's timeless it goes you know with browns it goes with blacks it it's just easy so i think that a navy coat um, that's a great tip because yes. everyone goes right for the black coat yeah. but it's a little bit more anonymous too a navy is a little bit chic but it also Correct. goes with everything okay yes, yes. so and navy coat everyone yeah. <laughs> and i also feel like not everybody has the luxury to buy a black bag and a brown bag so i kind of would say um, navy bag as well although I do like black mixed with brown so I mean I would say a black or brown um, leather bag um, I that would be my second okay <laughs> great staple handbag Correct. okay um, I of course a black stiletto um, yes love or... <laughs> that everyone needs one of those uh, yes. especially for petite women like exactly. myself exactly and I'm right there with you <laughs> Um, a silk blouse is also something that I think is such an important wardrobe staple, and that's something that you can dress down and dress up. Goes with jeans, goes with a nice pair of you know trousers. So I love a ivory silk blouse, and then I'm gonna go with a great pair of denim jeans. Oh, I love that yeah. casual at the end. Yeah, I like I like a dark denim, especially for fall winter. So um, actually, just bought a pair from Shop Up, a pair of Rachel Comey straight line oh. jeans and um it's kind of like you can dress that up as well because it's a little dark so um it's not as casual as let's say a lighter jean so it those are i would say the five wardrobe staples that come to mind <laughs> i love that i remember when i was growing up i read an mm -hmm. article in harper's bazaar or something that was the five fashion staples and i don't remember all of the items but i do remember <laughs> that um some of the key items were a pair of leather gloves, which I thought was, that's interesting, but yeah. it did put that on my radar screen when I was at one of those core ages where you're, all your <laughs> memories are forming. <laughs> when I was 18, I was like, I need my leather gloves for unclear reasons. Oh, that is so funny. And then um, a Burberry trench coat. And then, I mean, that's a classic. That is too. a classic. Yes. If, it, if we were in spring, I would definitely say yeah. a, a trench. Yes, a trench. And, sure. I kind of don't remember the others, but those were the two where I was like on a mission to get my leather gloves and Burberry trench when I was 18 years old. It was oh, that's so funny. funny. Um, how do you approach building a healthy lifestyle in a city like New York where there are so many unhealthy temptations around <laughs> you when you're also frequently going to events, you're out at restaurants there's so many opportunities to wine and dine and in a good way but also in a not good way um, I think that for me um, I think I've always been healthy ish but I think that's something that has evolved I think as I got older I think I realized what feels good and what doesn't feel good um, and so I think it was just a matter of maturing but um, I think it's also how you know Sometimes I'll go out and have more than one drink or that extra drink that I shouldn't have. And then, you know, you wake up the day after and you're like, okay, this did not feel good. So just thinking about how it feels to feel healthy and be healthy, um, that kind of keeps me in check. But I think just also, I think the mental aspect is just as important. I feel like those two go hand in hand. So I just also schedule that into my calendar and make sure I'm held accountable. So like the working out and 
I think first thing in the morning, you know, meditating and journaling and just making them a priority in my life because I know that it brings me just more of a sense of peace, I guess. Um, and even with working out, just remembering how it feels when I finish working out, you know, not only for the physical, but for the mental release. Um, so I think it's all about the way it makes me feel and just knowing that I am honoring my body. Um, so I know that when I eat good things, I feel better after, obviously, you know, I love food and love to, you know, indulge, but, um, I, I definitely feel like when I eat good, I feel good. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I remember coming of age in the era in the nineties with all of those diet foods and everything was you know, snack well, and <laughs> everything was zero fat and rice cakes yeah. and all of that stuff. And I, I think that in some ways that did not set our generation up for a successful adulthood because <laughs> it was about restriction and yeah. impingement upon healthy meals out with friends. And I, I like yeah. the idea of moderation where you yes. can do what you want and go where you want, but just yes. keep it all in mind and Correct. control it a little bit and yeah. more now means less later and yeah. so forth like you said everything in moderation I agree yeah how do you approach building and nurturing meaningful relationships both professionally and personally um so I genuinely love people so like developing these relationships and nurturing them come naturally um I think just really being thoughtful I think that has to come from your heart and being caring and maybe putting yourself in the shoes of others I think um, helps a lot um, yeah I think that that sounds like exactly what I would <laughs> what I would say to that um, same question nurturing I, relation I think it's just a give and take I think relationships are also goes two ways so I really think it's about being thoughtful you know putting yourself out there. Yeah, and with social media, have you found that it is easier to connect with people? Because I know your content is so fun to watch and a lot of people um, connect with you in that way. Has it made the world feel smaller to you because you're able to engage more with others? Um, has, it made me, has it made the world feel smaller? Yeah, has it made you feel like you're better able to keep in touch with friends and acquaintances and people that you meet? Absolutely, yes. I mean, for sure, yes. What advice would you give to a young, a young New Yorker who is just starting out in the city like you did 27 years ago? Who wants to... Who wants to go into entrepreneurship and who wants to kind of be like a mini you? Thank Staying in your lane, um, I think not comparing yourself, which is not easy when you're starting out. I think to really be passionate about what you do. Um, I have been blogging for almost 10 years and it has been a long road. Nothing happens overnight, um, but I think really um, staying authentic to um, who you are and what you believe in being kind, being gracious, really working hard, um, developing those relationships, um, not being afraid of rejection, following up 
um, when I first started out, I remember emailing somebody and they didn't email email me back and I was kind of just new to business in general and I was like, oh, they're just not interested. And somebody's like, this person is probably receiving like hundreds of emails a day. You need to follow up. And so I followed up one or two more times and she apologized for not getting back to me. And, you know, I just realized, you know, you just need to keep on going, put yourself out there and um, just believe in yourself, really. What made you want to start blogging? So actually, it wasn't really my idea. (laughs) I was a stylist at the time, and I was working with a life coach. Um, I had my kids younger in life, and so right after I graduated, I think I had gotten married, and um, two years years later, I um, had my first child. And so um, in my mid-30s, when all my kids were in school, I was looking to work and I wasn't really sure where to begin Um, and so I was working with a life coach and kind of narrowed down a bunch of different things and I started working as a stylist and so she had said you know you should start a blog Um, you have great style and you're funny and whatever and I was like okay and I always say it just takes one person to believe in you because of her I started this blog and I had no idea what I was doing I just went with it for a few years until um, I just decided to take it to the next level. I just wanted to get more serious with it. I saw how much time I was investing in the blogging and um, I decided to take it full force. I just love the whole creative aspect of it. I love, it's kind of like an online curation for me. I love sharing um, beautiful things and things that I love or that I enjoy, whether that's travel or, you know, and a coat that I saw or a lip gloss that I bought. Um, so that it's really how it all started. <laughs> and it just took off from there. Um, it took off, but it was, you know, it, it was, was, it was some work. It was, yeah, it was work. And I um, have been very slow and steady with it. Um, so, um, but I'm really happy where I am right now with it. I'm very proud of the following that I built and the relationships that I have and the partnerships that I had. And, um, one and then you also I think um, never realize where things evolve when I was blogging I reached out to a local boutique to partner with them and they said well we don't have budget for a partnership but we'd love for you to host an event at our boutique which is the west side on Madison between 85th and 86th and so I hosted this event and um, it was wildly successful I posted it on Instagram just to like say thank you like what a blast this was and um, that is what I say is the beauty of Instagram. Um, different brands started to reach out and said, oh, you know, we'd love for you to host an event with us and we'd love for you to host an event with us. And so this whole part of the business just evolved from that one, that one experience. <laughs> yeah, there's some people who are natural born connectors. And <laughs> even when we first met, I could sense that about you because you speak to people like as if you've known them forever. And so I think you're the perfect person to host an event because I'm sure you can draw in a lot of people to come and, you you know, have a cocktail and chop some gorgeous outfits and all of that. Uh, Well, that's another thing. I think it's like helping people feel good about themselves. And, you know, like I said, I I feel like I want to interview you because I genuinely love people. I love hearing people's stories. And I think we all have something to give and to share. 
I know. Well, maybe that's like <laughs> blog 2.0. It's exactly. the, like, we can't wait for the Fortune Inspired <laughs> podcast next right? or the IG Live <laughs> series. I feel like these days there's so many opportunities to make interesting things because people want to consume content in an insatiable way. <laughs> well, you'll have to be my first guest. If oh, that well, I would be, I'd be honored. And also, you know, you're officially invited to host a shopping <laughs> event whenever you want. Thank you. I, 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 could, I can understand how the, the, you know, starting the spark of a wildfire can slowly <laughs> ignite. Although I like how you described it because people assume that that happens overnight. And yeah. sometimes an overnight sensation is a decade in the making. Oh, yes. Hey, and I think another thing that I forgot to say is just like being open to possibilities. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Has there ever been a time when you thought for sure you were headed down the wrong path, but it turned out to be the right path I'm or sure. that something, you know, materialized when you were least expecting it or you, you know, kind of did something unexpected and it led you into something else interesting? I'm sure. I mean, I feel like we've all probably every day of our lives, (laughs) but I'm trying to think of something that I thought would go, wouldn't work out. Um, I can't think off the top of my head, but I mean, I know that once I walk out of here, I'm going to be like like all the different things. I know. I, well, life is full of surprises and I feel like, um, I heard an interview, um, on the How I Built This podcast, where the person being interviewed said that life isn't about avoiding problems because problems are inevitable and business isn't about avoiding problems. It's about figuring out how to solve those problems and to how to have fun while you do it. It's so true. And I thought that was really good advice because when you stop trying to get out of the rain and you just figure out how to cover your head a little bit, then everything becomes a little bit better it's so true and then I think you feel so empowered yeah as well like wow like I figure this out and I can deal with this and I can cope with this and it's gonna be okay yeah and then when it snows you'll like also figure that right. out too <laughs> exactly. so I think that's really great I really like how you have pivoted so in so many different ways um, what's next for fortune inspired and your blogging and um, career what is there anything that you are excited about that you have coming up so I think that um, I am very passionate about travel so um, that is something that I'm trying to um, just do more of I recently had a partnership with auberge which was huge um, it's a hotel a luxury hotel chain that I absolutely love and I went to their one of their locations in Virginia, which, if you love the outdoors, um, um, I highly recommend it. Lots of hiking and ATVing and all that stuff. So anyway, I would just love to partner up more with travel, maybe mix travel and fashion somehow. I don't know. Oh, I, that's I, such a good idea, yeah. actually, because mm-hmm. I feel like the only time I really think about clothes is when I'm thinking about going on a trip and I'm thinking about how I have nothing to wear for for said trip. So the travel fashion component really puts it all together. Yeah, that that was something that I was also exploring actually um, with a travel agency. Um, So I I am an ambassador for um, Embark, which is like a luxury lifestyle, um, a luxury uh, boutique, not boutique, I don't know. It's a luxury travel agency, but it's huge, I guess. I shouldn't say boutique. Um, and so we were kind of talking about something like that, but who knows? 
<laughs> so many possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what does beauty mean to you? That's a question that I like to ask everyone who comes on the podcast because it's beauty bosses. And I like <laughs> to talk to people who are in this wellness space. Um, so I think beauty means so many different things to me. I think beauty is just as much about the inside as it is about the outside. And I know that sounds so cliche, but I truly think that when you have a kind heart um, and just a good person, I think that, that you can see it in a person's eyes. It, it comes through. So I think it's really about being good to others, being good to yourself. I think beauty is taking care of yourself showing yourself respect, um, taking care of your body. Um, and that's also part of, you know, it's physical, but it's also mental. So I, I think it's taking care of yourself in, in all the ways. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. And where can people find you and follow you and read your blog? Uh, well, it's uh, uh, fortuneinspire.com. And then on Instagram, it's my name, fortune, like the cookie, <laughs> Dushay, D-U-S-H-E-Y. And I can't thank you enough for having me. And Dr. Devkin, talking about natural beauties, you certainly are a natural beauty. I'm just looking at you right now. So, um, Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. And as are you, Thank I you. know, I think we both are <laughs> the only two totally makeup free women in this uh, square mile yeah. of the Upper East Side right now. But, um, but you're so beautiful Thank on the you. inside and the outside. Thank and you. I really enjoyed speaking with you today. Thank you. Same here. Okay. Thanks.